You're listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, on this Thursday type of broadcast. Welcome to the broadcast today. I'm Pastor Richard D. McKinney. Most of you know me. If you've been watching the broadcast, if this is your first time of tuning in, welcome to the broadcast to all of our newbies. And we just hope that you're 
going to find a home here at CAC Daily iCast as we bring you a little bit of church everyday home Bible study 21st century style. We did not have a broadcast yesterday, and if you're not getting our updates and text, then you need to get your phone out right now. And just like you see on the screen, go ahead and text at CAC Daily to the number 81010. It's very simple, very easy. And when we have a cancellation, rescheduling, technical difficulties, something happens, we can't get on the air. You never know why we can't get on the air here in East Kentucky. Well, you'll get a text, and that's the only time we text you. We don't, we don't uh, spam you. We don't, you know, uh, ask you how you're doing, and we don't ask you how's the weather. It all has to do with something to do with this broadcast. So that's at CAC Daily to the number 81010. Well, let's bring up our announcements and get them out of the way real quick so we can jump right into this broadcast today. And uh, we want to, uh, of course, remember all of the upcoming events that is happening at CAC starting November the 17th. You do not want to miss this. This will be November the 17th, 7 p.m. Brother Buddy Puckett's going to be with us. Saturday, November the 18th, 7 p.m., Brother James Chesser. And Sunday, November the 19th, 11 a.m., Brother Michael Moppin is going to be with us. So there'll be dinner following that service. So keep that in mind, November the 17th through the 19th. Going to have a great time, Harvest Time Crusade. And then CAC Daily iCast. Yes, right here at this broadcast, we're going to be celebrating our 10th anniversary. That's right. It's going to be Tuesday, December the 5th. Started broadcasting back in 2013, Monday through Friday. And we'll tell you a little bit of how we got started, why we got started, what's happened since we got started. So that's going to be Tuesday, December the 5th. Also, Sunday, December the 10th at 6 p.m., going to have our CAC Christmas program. And CAC is going to round out the year with our New Year's Eve celebration as we come together, sing, worship, praise, testimonies. We're going to have a good time. Come on out with us Sunday, December 31st, 9 p.m. after midnight. And we certainly appreciate uh, all of all of uh, those activities that you uh, are a part of and will be a part of. Also, we'd like to let you know about our prayer request. Of course, we want to remember uh, Sister Tennille got some good news. And uh, so, yeah, we just, we're just worshiping the Lord. We're just praising the Lord for his miracle-working power. And uh, there was no cancer, nothing, nada, nothing, zip, zero, nothing showed up on the PET scan and all of the other tests that they did, and she is given a 100% good bill of health. So, yes, we give the Lord praise. We give him honor. We give him glory for what he has done. And, of course, we want to remember Roger McCoy, Larry Sullivan, Raymond Thacker, Scotty Belcher, Agnes Justice and family, Kevin and also Sister Pam Bartley, let's remember her in prayer. And uh, so we want to remember all of these requests that have been given unto us. Uh, of course, there's many more. We sent out emails with all of the last month's um, prayer requests, 
And so what we do is we let them collect over a month, and then we send them out to everybody by email to continue to pray for them and start the list that we have reading off on a new list. So uh, that's the new list you see. And so we're excited about what the Lord is going to do for these folks and uh, hear some good reports. And uh, so I just think that's going to be a great a great time in the Lord. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's something that when you hear of healings and miracles and uh, things that the Lord does, it just lets you know that his power is real. And uh, I just had a good feeling about everything uh, with Sister Tennille. I just kept telling her, I just feel the Lord's going to show his power and he's going to get the glory from this. And he did, and still is. Amen. So uh, we want to remember uh, these requests. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we pray for each of these requests. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I thank you, Lord, for allowing us to utilize this platform to teach your word, to fellowship with your people from across the U.S. and around the world. And also, Lord, I pray that you would just touch each and every one that is on our prayer list. You know their needs and their situations. And I want to praise you again, Lord, for touching Sister Tennille McCoy and giving her the miracle she needed. I pray also, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way for each and every one that has a need, whether it's a spiritual, physical, or mental uplifting they need, that they will look unto you and they will serve you all the days of their life. Lord, we love you. We praise you. Touch all of our viewers today. We have some who are watching today who need a desperate touch in their body, need a desperate touch in situations. And I pray that you would move in a mighty and miraculous way. For it's on the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Hallelujah and amen, amen. Well, uh, we want to just jump right into the broadcast today as we get started this morning. We didn't have a broadcast yesterday. I went to a visitation service in Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, so we did not get to have a uh, regular uh, broadcast just due to the fact that uh, we was, uh, you know, uh, traveling and and had all of that going on, so we did not get to do that um, and um, and have the broadcast. But you know, when you start thinking about all of these uh, people that that have loved ones, when they lose loved ones, they need to know that home folk care. And uh, of course, uh, we have uh, we have been uh, friends, and and it's actually uh, part of our family. Uh, Booney Hayes, uh, his wife's uh, dad passed away, and and uh, we just love this family. Um, uh, her mom and dad uh, would come to Cornerstone when they would come in and visit, and they were just such a joy to be around. So we always had a great time with them, and uh, we just want to uh, be in much prayer for them. The funeral, of course, is today. And we want to remember that because, um, uh, of course, when you start having uh, the funeral, that is uh, the final uh, day of, of uh, you know, getting to uh, be uh, around. Your loved one's done, gone on, but, of course, 
just remembering. So um, that's uh, going to be a graveside service. It's going to be held um, at uh, at uh, 1 p.m. today. Let's see. Nope, I'm sorry. Um, I've got the wrong obituary up here. I'm going to give you that before we get started uh, because I want you to be in much prayer for this family around this time. That is going to begin at 1230 today, and uh, we need to be in much prayer for the family. So let's remember Sister Robin, Brother Booney, and of course Sister Robin's sister and brother and family and children and all that are associated with this family. That's Jerry Cox Sr. Let's remember uh, him and uh, let's remember his family in prayer. Um, and he was just a great guy. If you ever met him, you uh, he always had a smile on his face, and uh, that's that's something that will always go with me. Uh, you know, uh, throughout my life is is no matter where you saw him. He had a big smile on his face, and uh, so let's just remember all of all of them in prayer, and um, let's just uh, ask the Lord to touch his wife Betty. Uh, talked to her last night, and and everything uh, you know she's going through with this. Let's just remember uh, her in prayer, and um, of course I'll just mention. He's survived by his devoted wife, 54 years, Betty uh, Cox, his son, Jerry Cox, uh, his uh, wife uh, and his wife, Edie, uh, daughters, Kelly Roan and her husband, Johnny, and Robin Hayes and her husband, Booney. So let's remember all of them in prayer and ask the Lord to move in a mighty way for them today. And that is going to be at 1230 today. So uh, let's remember them in prayer. So uh, I know that the Lord uh, is uh, comforting them, letting them know that uh, they can, uh, you know, have a, um, a a day of of assurance and a day of comfort. And I certainly want to be one that is praying for that. All right. Well, let's see if we can't jump right in here and get started today. As we said, we didn't have a broadcast yesterday due to us being out of town. And so uh, we didn't have that broadcast First yesterday. Kings, and of course, 18. if you are uh, part of the, um, of the uh, uh, list and people that have text at CAC Daily to the number 1810, then of course you're getting our updates and our uh, messages. So if you're not, Go ahead and get your phone out right now and take care of it. Well, while you say, let's just jump right in here, get started. I'll shut up and we'll read in 1 Kings chapter 18. 1 Kings chapter 18. And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go, show thyself unto Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. And Elijah went to show himself unto Ahab, and there was a sore famine in Samaria. And Ahab called Obadiah, which was the governor of his house, 
Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly, for it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord that Obadiah took an hundred prophets and hid them by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water. And Ahab said unto Obadiah, Go into the land, unto all fountains of water, and to all brooks. Peradventure we may find grass to save the horses and mules alive, that we lose not all the beasts. So they divided the land between them to pass throughout it. Ahab went one way by himself, and Obadiah went another way by himself. And as Obadiah was in the way, behold, Elijah met him, and he knew him and fell on his face and said, Art thou that my lord Elijah? And he answered him, I am. Go, tell thy lord, Behold, Elijah is here. And he said, What have I sinned that thou wouldest deliver thy servant into the hands of Ahab to slay me? As the Lord thy God liveth, there is no nation or kingdom, whither my Lord hath not sent to seek thee. And when they said, He is not there, he took an oath of the kingdom and nation that they found thee not. And now thou sayest, Go tell thy Lord, Behold, Elijah is here. And it shall come to pass, as soon as I am gone from thee, that the Spirit of the Lord shall carry thee whither I know not. And so when I come and tell Ahab, and he cannot find thee, he shall slay me. But I, thy servant, feared the Lord from my youth. Was it not told, my Lord, what I did when Jezebel slew the prophets of the Lord, how I hid an hundred men of the Lord's prophets by fifty in a cave, and fed them with bread and water? And now thou sayest, Go tell thy Lord, Behold, Elijah is here, and he shall slay me. And Elijah said, As the Lord of hosts liveth before whom I stand, I will surely show myself unto him today. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to meet Elijah. And it came to pass when Ahab saw Elijah that Ahab said unto him, Art thou he that troubleth Israel? And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house, in that ye have forsaken the commandments of the Lord, and thou hast followed Balaam. Now therefore send and gather to me all Israel unto Mount Carmel, and the prophets of Baal four hundred and fifty, and the prophets of the groves four hundred, which eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent unto all the children of Israel, and gathered the prophets together unto Mount Carmel. And Elijah came unto all the people, and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. Then said Elijah unto the people, I, even I only, remain a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets are four hundred and fifty men. Let them therefore give us two bullocks, and let them choose one bullock for themselves, and cut it in pieces, and lay it on wood, and put no fire under. And I will dress the other bullock, and lay it on wood, and put no fire under. And call ye on the name of your gods, and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God that answereth by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, It is well spoken. And Elijah said unto the prophets of Baal, Choose you one bullock for yourselves, and dress it first. 
for ye are many, and call on the name of your gods, but put no fire under. And they took the bullock which was given them, and they dressed it and called on the name of Baal from morning even until noon, saying, O Baal, hear us! But there was no voice nor any that answered, and they leaped upon the altar which was made. And it came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Cry aloud, for he is a god. Either he is talking, or he is pursuing, or he is in a journey, <laughs> or peradventure he sleepeth and must be awaked. And they cried aloud and cut themselves after their manner with knives and lancets till the blood gushed out upon them. And it came to pass when midday was past, and they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, that there was neither voice nor any to answer, nor any that regarded. And Elijah said unto all the people, Come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And Elijah took twelve stones, according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, unto whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he made a trench about the altar as great as would contain two measures of seed. And he put the wood in order, and cut the bullock in pieces, and laid him on the wood, and said, Fill four barrels with water, and pour it on the burnt sacrifice and on the wood. And he said, Do it the second time. And they did it the second time. And he said, do it the third time! And they did it the third time. And the water ran round about the altar, and he filled the trench also with water. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel, and that I am thy servant and that I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God, and that thou hast turned their heart back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, The Lord, he is the God. The Lord, he is the God. And Elijah said unto them, Take the prophets of Baal. Let not one of them escape. And they took them, and Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishon and slew them there. And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, and he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees, and said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go again seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea, like a man's hand. And he said, Go up, say unto Ahab, Prepare thy chariot and get thee down, that the rain stop thee not. 
And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain. And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. 1 Kings And I am trying to get some things uh, programmed this morning where we took off yesterday. So I wanted to uh, bring this one up. Uh, Of course, uh, this is our Harvest Time Crusade uh, poster, 17th through the 19th. Brother Buddy Puckett, Friday night, Saturday night, Brother James Chester, and Sunday, Brother Michael Maupin. And that is coming up in just couple of weeks. So keep that in mind. And uh, we hope to see you in those services. Always have a great time, harvest time. And uh, also, we would like to just look at the weather here and here in East Kentucky. It was cold last night and it's cool this morning. It is currently, get this, 27 degrees. I know. It's 27 degrees, and uh, it's supposed to be a high of 53 today. It's going to be warmer with plenty of sunshine, gradually warming up into the weekend. Looks like uh, 64 for the high tomorrow, and then 66 on Saturday. Well, you know, as long as it's got plenty of sunshine, looks like Sunday's going to be 64, and look at there on Monday. We got 70 degrees coming up. It drops back down on Tuesday, but hey, this is the fall of the year, so we might as well get used to it. And also, uh, looking at our current radar conditions, you can see that right here in our little portion of East Kentucky, there is nothing going on, and uh, we want to uh, to be in much prayer uh, for, again, uh, Sister Robin Hayes as they have the funeral for her dad today. Uh, that's uh, where we was at uh, yesterday. Of course, we uh, did not have a broadcast, and uh, we was in Louisville last night. And so this is where we was at last night. Got home about 2.30, but uh, we was in Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, that's a uh, about a four-hour drive, four hours and 15 minutes drive. By the time you stop and eat and everything, it's probably about four and a half hours. But um, we wanted to be out there and let uh, Booney and Robin know that we uh, were in much prayer for them and supporting them during this time of great loss. Well, let's see what else we got going on. I guess uh, we need to jump right into something that we like to do about this time of the broadcast. And of course, uh, do you have a minute? Well, if you got a minute, then of course you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. And uh, we didn't get our 60 seconds keyed up here, but I'm going to just talk my way into it as it is coming up. Because after all, preachers have the gift of gab, right? Yeah, we can talk about any anything, uh, you know, just about any subject. 
And uh, so, but uh, thankfully for you, here is sixty seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pastor Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 through 17 says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? What agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Why struggle with what you know will not work? Follow God's word in your dating, in your marriage, and in your life. And that was uh, 60 seconds with the pastor. If you got a minute, then you got time for 60 seconds in the you know, with the pastor. And let's see if we can do this. Radio. Join us Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Woo-wee! That's some mighty fine internet radio. What time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps Radio and Television Broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30. So, um, well, if you don't get any of those cable channels or satellite servers, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, let's see what today's trivia question is. Who supervised the rescue of Jeremiah from a mud hole? Of course, that was a pit. And a pit is a dry hole. And then, of course, you know, no water's in it, but you have a lot of sometimes mud and different things from rain. But who supervised the rescue of Jeremiah from a mud hole? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results, well, we do have the results of, uh, of, uh, there we go. We do have the results of the trivia question 
for Tuesday because we did not have a trivia question yesterday, no broadcast yesterday. So let's just jump right in here. Well, the question on Tuesday was this. It was who uh, or what Jewish holiday commemorates Esther's saving of her people from a decree of her husband? And out of those that participated, it looks like that. 100% of you got it correct. With the correct answer, Purim, that is Esther chapter 9, verse 26 through 32. 100% of you got it correct. Thank you for participating in that was Tuesday's trivia question, and you can participate in today's and get today's correct. Who supervised the rescue of Jeremiah from a mud hole? Keep that in mind, from a mud hole. And... uh We'll have uh, the results on tomorrow's broadcast. And, of course, uh, speaking of uh, some results, there will be some results of uh, the election coming up. And, of course, uh, we got time for 60. This is the Commonwealth Minute. I'm sorry, the Commonwealth Minute. And uh, so let's see what Richard Nelson has for today's Broadcast on the Commonwealth Minute. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. Early voting for the Kentucky governor's race begins today. It's also available tomorrow and Saturday. Some may hesitate to vote early, and that's understandable. But early voting is here to stay, and there are many advantages to it. Come election day, you might be sick, trapped in bad weather, or busy at work, which would prevent you from voting. The laws have changed, and this is an important election for governor and other officials who will lead Kentucky. If you're not sure where to vote, you can find early voting locations, which are often in different places, through your county clerk's office. Early voting ensures that your vote counts. If you have questions about the election and where to go and vote, go to CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And please, make sure you get out and vote in this election. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC4Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that was the Commonwealth Minute. And we're running just a little bit late of getting started on our teaching session. It's 1034, and we usually get started at 1030. But uh, just wanted to mention that we try to get about 200 episodes in every year. This is episode number 172. And this is uh, the 306th day of the year. So we got 59 more days, and we probably will be just barely snibbing, snibbing, I said, the 200 mark. And uh, when we do that, well, by December, the uh, end of December, we'll have over 2,100 episodes that have been aired over the past 10 years. So thank you for being a part of CAC Daily ICAST. Well, it is time for us to take our break. And the reason we take a break, we got to clear up the lag. We got to record these teaching sessions. Don't touch at any key. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. We certainly are glad that you've joined us today and hope that you will be blessed as we are studying in the book of Revelation. And we want to jump right in to where we left off on Tuesday. We did not have a broadcast yesterday, and this might be a good time to let you know that if you're not getting uh, the notices when we have a cancellation, rescheduling, technical difficulty, something happens, we can't get on the air, uh, then get your phone out and just like you see on the screen, go ahead and text at CAC Daily to the number 81010. Well, let's see if we can just dive right into the teaching session today. We want to go to Revelation chapter 8 and we're going to begin in verse number 10. And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp. And it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of water. And the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood, and many men died of the waters because they were made bitter." And I want to stop right there just for a moment because there's uh, uh, some things that we talked about in our last study that one-third, a third of the, of the uh, trees, uh, a third, all the grass was gone, but a third of the trees was destroyed, and then a third of the waters, the oceans, were, the seas were, uh, you know, uh, uh, just uh, had devastation to it. A third of the sea life uh, died, and um, 
So there was a third of the ships destroyed, just that one-third. It just keeps resonating throughout this. And we find that now as we uh, back up to verse number 10, it's uh, when the uh, third angel sounded and there fell a great star from heaven burning as it were a lamp and it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of water. So we're going to study this today and hopefully uh, you will be blessed by what we study and we want to always remember that as we study the word of the Lord, uh, some things in Revelation is symbolic, some things is literal. And we need to make a distinction between the two. If uh, something is not clear, we stick to the word here in the study. Uh, we don't try to speculate, add to, or take away from anything. Uh, we try to just give you uh, the sound understanding of what's happening in the book of Revelation. So with that said, uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer as we study today. This is going to be episode of our lesson, Studying Through the Word, 1,106. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here today to study your word. I pray that you would bless us today as we study your word, that we will rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully. And Lord, I pray that we will uh, just be able to explain the word line upon line, precept upon precept. Lord, help us today that we will be able to bless your people with the word and the understanding of your word. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen. Well, we did not have a broadcast yesterday due to uh, I went to a wake service of a of a good friend of ours and uh, Booney and Robin Hayes. Robin's dad passed away, so we did not have a, a broadcast yesterday. So we're picking up where we left off on Tuesday, and um, we want to jump right into. Uh, the study today. And there's just some things I want to just back up just for a moment and kind of build back up to where we are today. Uh, the first trumpet sound in, uh, in Revelation 8 and 7, and judgment was on the land. So keep that in mind. A third of the trees are burned up. All of the grass is burned. And then the second trumpet sounds, and that's in Revelation chapter 8, verses 8 and 9, and judgment was on the seas or the saltwater uh, bodies of water. And uh, a third of the oceans became blood, and a third of the fish are destroyed, and life in the sea, and a third of the ships. And that word third is, is repeating uh, throughout this uh, judgment. So keep that in mind. And then Revelation 8, verse 10 and 11, of course, where we're starting today, uh, judgment is on the fresh water now. A uh, third of earth's drinking water is made bitter and poisoned. And uh, it, it just begins to talk about uh, uh, the star wormwood. And uh, wormwood is just a bitter, often poisonous herb. And uh, so it, it just means it was the waters became undrinkable. Now, you got to remember through all these judgments, uh, if, if the devastation of famine and war and all of that doesn't uh, cause people to suffer during this time, think about all the waters 
uh, being polluted to where, uh, or a third uh, of the oceans and a third of the freshwater supply being so tainted uh, that it's it's poisonous. And so people are going to die from that. And uh, that's similar to what happened at Mara. Remember when they came to Mara uh, that the uh, waters were bitter? Well, that's similar to what this is. Wormwood simply means a bitter. It is simply a bitter and often poisonous herb. Uh, wormwood is associated with punishment for sin. And you can go to Jeremiah 23 and 15, Proverbs 5 and 4, Amos 5 and 7, and Deuteronomy 29 and 18. But with that said, I want to kind of uh, just jump in here for a moment and uh, talk about this third trumpet that sounds and uh, this great star from heaven uh, fell uh, burning as it was a lamp and it fell upon the third part of the rivers. Now, when you begin to see this judgment on the fresh water, uh, you begin to understand how that all of this uh, simply begins to uh, point to uh, God's judgment upon all the earth and the inhabitants of the earth. And, of course, I feel that the church is already raptured out of here, so uh, this is not going to involve the church. Uh, but whether you believe the church is gone or the church is still here, you might be one of these people that thinks there's a place like it was in Goshen, uh, you know, in Egypt when all the plagues was upon the earth. Uh, the children of Israel were in a little place called Goshen, a little place of protection, and none of the plagues touched them. So whether you believe that uh, the church is going to be in a safe place on this earth or the church is going to be in a safe place in heaven at this time, uh, I'm not going to uh, debate with you or dispute with you, but I personally believe the church is going to be gone. And um, I remember uh, we used to sing a song, going to be gone. In the twinkling of an eye, gonna be gone. And won't have time to say goodbye, gonna be gone. Could be while I'm singing this song, gonna be gone and it won't be long, I'm gonna be gone. And uh, I believe we're gonna get out of here. And so I believe we need to be ready because why would he say, uh, be ye ready for in such an hour as you think not the Son of Man cometh? If, if we could wait until we start seeing all of these things judgments and things coming and then say, oh, okay, I'm going to get ready because the Lord's coming. Uh, he said, be you ready for in such an hour as you think not the son of man cometh. So I want to be ready. And so with that, uh, you know, uh, understanding, uh, we see this judgment. The third angel is sounding the trumpet. There falls a great star from heaven and it's burning as it were a lamp. Uh, we talked about the the uh, vision that John had of this great mountain that was burning. It was as it were a burning mountain. Of course, we have to just look at that as being some type of meteorite uh, or some something that maybe John could not explain. Um, of course, that's the way we would look at something. If you saw some big ball of fire that looked like a mountain, uh, you would you would say that's a meteor, uh, but you know this is this is all not just a um, a natural phenomenon, 
or just something that happens. This is judgment being directed by the Lord. So all of these things that are happening are on purpose and directed as judgment brought upon the earth. So I wanted to clarify that because sometimes people think, uh, well, you know, it it could be just a phenomenon that happens. Uh, you know, they talk about earthquakes, and they say, well, earthquakes happen every day somewhere, and uh, the only reason we know more earthquakes are happening is because of news coverage. But, uh, you know, the Bible says that in the last days, uh, there's going to be earthquakes in diverse places, which means different places. There are going to be wars and rumors of wars. Israel is going to be surrounded by armies and Jerusalem and all these things. So we see this happening now. So do we want to just kind of brush it off and say this is something that's been happening since we was little? Well, if you want to brush it off, go ahead. I'm not brushing it off. I'm going to say, yes, I've heard of wars and rumors of wars all my life. But that just tells me his word is being fulfilled and his coming is soon. I want to be ready. So with that said, I wanted to kind of uh, get us into uh, the understanding of, uh, of this third trumpet sounding and judgment coming upon the earth. Think about all of the fresh drinking water in your area. Because remember, it says a third part. And again, I look at that third, uh, you know, a third of the trees, a third of the fish and life in the sea, a third of the ships. Uh, I look at, at, look at that third and uh, it seems to be repetitive. And I also just like to remind people, a third of the angels followed uh, Lucifer and got kicked out of heaven. So, um, is there a connection? I'm not going to say there is. I'm just saying that one third is like the number 12, like the number three, like the number seven. There's, there's a purpose for it. And we just need to understand that God has a reason of why things are connected like they are. So, um, with that said, let's, uh, let's look at, and I'll bring this up on the split screen for you. Think about your fresh water supply, whether you get water from a water company or whether you have a well that you have dug yourself. Sometimes in, in rural areas, uh, you have to dig your own well and sometimes the water's good. Sometimes you have to put a filter on it and try to purify it and make it good. And then of course, if you uh, are, we call it here in the country, city water, if you get your water from a water company, uh, of course, they treat the water and they get their water from uh, the rivers and, and lakes and streams and things like that. So with that said, think about if your area was included in this one-third of waters becoming bitter and poisonous and you couldn't drink any water. Uh, you couldn't bathe in it because it was poisonous. You couldn't drink it because it was poisonous. And um, it, it just, uh, you know, uh, becomes a uh, a time of if the war didn't get you, you know, and the famine didn't get you to begin with, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, all of the, uh, you know, uh, fire and brimstone falling didn't get you. Just think about uh, now. Uh, if you wasn't in that area where all of a sudden all the third of the trees are burned up and you just happen to live in the forest, um, you know, uh, think about all of the things that 
uh, has happened up to this point and brought death and destruction upon the earth. And you know that even with all of this, we're going to see in Revelation as we study along, it still didn't change people's minds. You know, I I said this to uh, some folks just the other day. I said, um, you know, um, uh, when World War I broke out, people turned to the Lord. Uh, World War II, people turned to the Lord. Uh, Korean War, people turned to the Lord. Vietnam War, people turned to the Lord. Uh, It seems today uh, that people are not being turned to the Lord or turning to the Lord uh, when disasters happen. 9-11 happened and everybody wanted to pray then because we saw the reality of what can happen uh, in, in just everything changes in a moment. I remember that, that morning very well where I was at and what I was doing when I heard that the planes had hit the towers. So, um, you know, uh, people began to want to pray. Our country wanted to pray. I thought that when COVID hit, that people would want to pray and go to church and serve the Lord. And I think that maybe because uh, we as churches obeyed the laws of the land and and didn't gather for a while, uh, some kept gathering, some did not. I told our congregation, we will not uh, shut down again. Uh, the doors will be open regardless. Um, but you would think that would turn people to the Lord, but it didn't. They they just became almost hardened with church. And uh, you would think that the war with Israel right now that's going on with Hamas and Hezbollah and, and the threats from Iran and the attacks on our own soldiers, and even this report was given this morning that we are being warned that there could be another attack in the U.S. Yes, like 9-11. Think of that. Think of what devastation somebody could do uh, to Hoover Dam, to uh, other, um, you know, uh, buildings, uh, other areas, our major cities, Chicago, Los Angeles, uh, you know, uh, New York City again, or or uh, even, you know, uh, smaller cities. We don't know. But they said that this could happen. You would think that all that's being said and all that's being done, would people would start turning to the Lord, running to church. But you know what? It's as if people's hearts are getting harder, and it just seems like they're paying less attention to what the preachers are saying and more attention to their own agendas and their own little crowd and their own rebellion, their own protests and all these things. There's more gatherings in protests than they are in churches today. Something's wrong with that picture. But with that said, I would just like to kind of get us, uh, you know, in a place where we understand how important it is that we are... Uh, not caught up in in uh, the hardness uh, and rejecting uh, the Lord during this time, that we should be drawing closer because we're seeing the prophecies of his word being fulfilled on a daily basis. So keep that in mind. 
We need to turn to Jesus. Oh, how we need Jesus. Oh, how we need him today. How we need to draw close to him. If you're serving him, hang on. It's not going to be long. Hang on. If you're serving him today, don't let go. Don't get distracted. Don't don't think that you can go back out in the world and live and, and just uh, do whatever you want to and then come back to the Lord the last minute. You may never make it back. Hang on to Jesus. Well, with that said, we see a third part of the rivers and, and the fountains of water are made bitter and, and destroyed. And this star called Wormwood, which is just literally meaning bitter and poisonous. It's a poison herb, and it literally just means undrinkable. So uh, the waters became undrinkable. And many, look at that, many men died of the waters. When you get thirsty, you got to drink something. If you don't, you'll die of thirst. But now if you drink the water, you die. This is when the judgment upon the earth starts to happen. There is no escape. We've heard all of those songs. There's no hiding place down here, and there is not. When judgment begins... When judgment begins, it's going to be one thing right after another that is going to bring judgment upon the earth and destruction upon the earth. And yes, adults are going to die. Teens are going to die. Babies are going to die. And you say, oh, well, why would a just God do that? He's given us the opportunity to serve him today. Don't harden your heart, but give your life to Jesus. And, of course, we know all of the people that are babies until they become to where they understand what sin is and that they are sinners and all these things. We know that God will take care of those. But we understand that this judgment coming up on the earth is going to be so severe and so widespread that if if uh, television satellites are still in operation, if televisions are still uh, reporting the news, you're going to hear, if you're left in this time, you're going to hear of all of these deaths. We found, uh, you know, millions of people dead. We found uh, hundreds and thousands over here uh, starved to death and dying of of, uh, water. There's no clean water, and they'll be calling for national Uh, aid to come and bring in supplies, uh, humanitarian aid, and nobody has anything because it's been destroyed. It's kind of like if you needed help and nobody was there to help. And that's what's going to happen in these last days. That's why you need to get serious. I need to get serious. We all need to get serious about what is happening right now and start serving the Lord, and start witnessing greater than we've ever witnessed before. And and so you see that uh, many men died, and when many men died of this, well, um, you know, it, it doesn't give a number. It just says many. So there are going to be a lot of people die from this third trumpet Judgment on fresh 
water. I want to close with that today because I want to uh, save the fourth trumpet for tomorrow's study. Um, but with the study that we have studied today, it's pretty easy to understand how that um, when God begins to bring judgment on the earth, uh, the earth uh, begins to be destroyed. And so there's no food supply, no water supply. Uh, people are talking about what's happening in, uh, in Gaza, that uh, because of the taking out of the infrastructure from the war against Hamas, there's no food, there's no water. So they're trucking in all sorts of supplies to try to help the starving, the hurting, uh, the, the uh, people that have been, uh, you know, uh, injured. Uh, from from things, uh, people's going to be injured in this time. You know what what doesn't uh, kill people immediately? Some are just going to be injured, and and then they may suffer a few days and die, or they may suffer for a long time. Uh, there's no there's nobody coming to their rescue. Keep that in mind. Nobody coming. And and that's a pretty sad thing to say. But we know when the judgment of God begins, there's no turning back. There's no there's no ceasefire. I know people's talking to Israel, oh, there needs to be a ceasefire. And Israel says, No, there's not going to be any ceasefire. When the Lord comes back, not going to be any ceasefire. That'll preach. You need to pray about that. We need to go to the Lord in prayer because I want us to pray for uh, uh, not only uh, ourselves, but to pray that as we are studying this, that you and me, everyone can start helping others understand what we see today is Bible. What we see today is warning us, get ready, get ready, because the disciples wanted to know when the end time was coming. Others wanted to know through the years. People today want to know. When you see these things start to come to pass, look up. Your redemption is drawing nigh. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we come to a close today because uh, I want us to pray that the Lord will always give us wisdom and knowledge and understanding of his word. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence thanking you for the study today. I pray, Lord, that I have expounded it line upon line and precept upon precept. I pray, Lord, that as we study this, that I will rightly divide the word of truth. If I have misrepresented or, or misinterpreted or misquoted anything in your word today, forgive me. Help me to make it right because I want to help your people understand the word. I do not want to misinform them. I pray also, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way for each and every one who is watching today to let them see the urgency of reaching their family, their loved ones, their neighbors, their co-workers, those around them. Help us to go out into the highways and hedges and compel people to come in. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen. That concludes our teaching session today. I hope you have been blessed by today's uh, lesson. We'll pick up tomorrow, and of course, we're going to be picking up with 
the uh, fourth angel and the fourth sounding of the trumpet and uh, fourth trumpet, if you will. And uh, we'll pick up in verse number 12 uh, tomorrow. Um, I hope these studies are not boring you. I hope they're helping you. Um, if you'd like to leave a comment and say uh, thank you for uh, studying Revelation, that'll let me know uh, that this is helping people. This is this is good for us to be reminded of the things coming. Um, but uh, we we don't want to bore you or anything like that. We want to try to help you uh, to understand the word of the Lord. And we're studying our way through. Once we get through Revelation, we're going to loop back through and start in Genesis again and come all the way through the Bible studying uh, the word of the Lord. So we hope that you will join us for all of that. We do have our trivia question up and running. And of course, uh, our trivia question for today is simply this. It is who supervised the rescue, who supervised the rescue of Jeremiah from a mud hole. And no, it wasn't a little mud hole you splash around in. It was a pit. But who supervised the rescue of Jeremiah? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Everybody have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.